the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Glad to be back with you after uh, a couple weeks off. Although I have to say, apparently our shows hold up fairly well because I had people texting me with things saying, wait, you didn't mention that. I'm like, actually, this is a replay. Well, yes. <laughs> and even our leader, Amy Daniel, our fearless leader, she didn't realize she was not that sure. it was yes. an old show. Mm-hmm. So, well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, always know that you can uh, podcast if you if you miss anything. Lots to catch up on today. First of all, Hope, how are you? I'm good. Happy to see you both. Yeah. Did you miss us? I did. Uh, well, we missed we you, missed you too. too. Oh, thank you. Um. Well, I uh, yeah, it feels like it's been a it minute, has, yeah, which is nice. <laughs> I think it's like more important than ever that we all find little ways to recharge, to refresh. even if it's just sitting in your own backyard. Yeah, you know, but we did have a little I, getaway. So. We did up uh, north for, for a couple of days, which was yes. really nice to uh, just sit and change, stare at a lake. Yeah, change of scenery. You know, it's funny how like you have these little epiphanies by yourself and then realize that everyone is thinking the same thing. Um, sort of like when the whole world went to buy a trampoline and a bicycle yeah. and now you can't buy those things. But um, I have noticed for my family that we have been... I mean, I've always loved having lakes in the middle of our city. Right. Love it. I'm always, you know, my kids roll their eyes because I'm like, just look, look how pretty our city is. You don't have this everywhere. Um, you know, biking around the lakes and all that. But I feel like we haven't real. I've never been a big lake swimmer kind of person. Not really my no. jam. And we are swimming in lakes. We are floating on lakes. We are kayaking on lakes. I just feel like we are using what is right in our backyard so much more. And I saw some and it friends. Is right in your backyard. It really is. And I saw some friends on Instagram saying that like they've just been you know frolicking in Minnehaha Creek. And I just think we have so many natural resources that you can take a minute and you sort of you know forget are right there yep. when when you That's live true. here and it's kind of kind of nice summer um makes the pandemic easier to deal with it I does do not want to think about winter no let's not okay it's let's just, just go only summer. july we okay. have plenty yeah, of time we still have time so we're not gonna t- think about should that. we talk about bankruptcies instead oh yes let's that, that cheers everybody up. yes very summary <laughs> yeah it is you know we had mentioned a few weeks ago about brooks brothers that things were not looking real good yeah and they in fact did file for bankruptcy just this past wednesday mm-hmm and it's really sad. It's a 202-year-old brand. And they're looking for a buyer. Mm-hmm. And apparently there are those that are interested. In fact, Simon Properties and WHP Global are both apparently interested in possibly um, buying Brooks mm. Brothers. But- that feels like um, kind of like Henry Bendel, which I don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, that didn't kind of fizzled yeah. out. But it just feel it feels like a brand with but- enough history to it that someone's going to want to use well, that name. The only thing, and it was really interesting because um, Retail Dive, which really goes into some of these things and looks at you know some of the ramifications. Yeah, they were saying that things have changed though in terms of how conservatively people dress. Yeah, and that even. There are longtime holdouts like Goldman Sachs, who just recently stopped requiring tailored suits for Mm. men. Mm -hmm. So that 
you know, they say, so now even the bankers don't have to spend $3,000 on a bespoke suit. They can wear a sweater like they're going to the Hamptons. So, you know, that's going to make a difference, too. But hopefully if somebody buys them, they will you know, sort of bring it yeah. up to date. And then Sir Latab, yeah. too. And I immediately thought about 50th in France and wondered. Yeah. Actually, my husband was the one who first told me yeah. because he had been up there and there were signs in the window and that said they were going oh, to have they a are. Going, oh, yeah, yeah. Have a going out of business. Well, yeah. they're closing like half of their right. locations. And the, the two stores that we have here are Edina and Woodbury, and they both are being closed. So um, it's kind of a sad thing with them, too. They're also hoping to be bought. Yeah. And they they were saying that, you know, cooking classes have been like their biggest and fastest growing business segment. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the virus has caused that to go away. Yeah. So um, that's, you know, that's another sad one. I mean, there's just so many of those kind of stories, unfortunately. But new stores are opening. This is true. Uh, locally, which yeah. is really um, fun and interesting. Um, I mean, I think there are some nationals that are. I, I noticed I drove by Southdale and you remember where Ruby Tuesdays was? Well, oh, that hasn't been there for ages. I know, yeah. but that space, yeah. they've like gutted it, like literally well, took away the exterior wall. And there's some kind of cycle thing going in there. Oh, which not I thought an was exercise kind of place, but a no, cycle? no, no. It no, it looked like a. I don't know what it is. I I don't huh. know. And it was the first I had. I hadn't heard anything about it. But just just to point out that you know things are happening, right. and there are stores that are planning to open. Yeah. But I think what's really exciting is the locals that are opening. Um, so in Linden Hills. Faribault Woolen Mill has a new right. location, which I think this is such a great fit for that area. I do, too. Yeah. So if you remember the red house next to Turtle Bread, right. it's now blue. <laughs> and it oh, is... I haven't seen the, the, they've painted it. Yeah, and if you go to Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine to mspmag.com, there's an article about it. We'll put a link up um, so you can see it. Yeah, it's like kind of their signature navy, like on the Faribault Woolen yeah. Mill tag. So the here's the like inside story on this. The new um, CEO and owner of Faribault Woolen Mill had that space. Mm-hmm. He started a menswear company right. um, called Circle Rock, and he was using that store for 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 that brand and has now now that he is part of Fairbo is transitioning it to Fairbo. Right. Do you do you remember what that was to begin with? That building? Like really to begin with? Yeah, I don't know what? unless there was something before it, but I I you maybe This is like young. a fun trivia question. Yeah. Does somebody know? I do. Well, should we give people like a minute to so that red, the red building was next it red turtle, at the time I next believe, to turtle next bread? To turtle bread. Let's see if you can what if, it originally. If you can match Harmony's memory, six five one six four one one zero seven one. We'll give people it, a minute. I have no idea. And it might have started out um, even where turtle bread was. That's what I'm really confused. And maybe there was something even before, but yeah. Oh, I want to know. Okay, all right. Hold that for one minute. We'll see if anybody knows okay. what that building but meanwhile, was. Meanwhile, recently, before yes. he did the his circle rock, it mm-hmm. was um, what was it called? Violet and Lily was that what the name was? It was a women's yeah. store, something like that. Yes, yeah, a, a boutique. Yeah. Yes. Um. So Lily and Violet. Lily and me. Violet. There you yeah, go. Lily there you and go. Violet. Yeah. Um. So another new store, and we're gonna get back. Where I well, nobody seems to know. All right, just tell us what was Anita it? Anita Beck. 
cards. Okay, I have no. Yeah. She was really well known in town. Yeah. And cards like card, reading like cards, reading cards and note cards and all of that. Yeah. And that was in that house. Huh. Yeah. What can I tell you? Before Turtle Bread was even there. See that I think so because I almost feel like it was in both spaces or tur- in the Turtle Bread space first, but that I could be wrong about. Weird. But yeah. Well, I felt the same way just a few blocks up the street from what is now Fairbowl Woolen Mills in Linden Hills and where Turtle Bread and Pennies are because grew up not very far from there and remember when the little cleaners was right across the street from... Uh, Edina Cleaners. Right, from Convention Grill and right. now there's like a condo building going up and then just one block over facing what is now uh, well, uh, the Riveter and Sloan, although it's not the Riveter anymore, but Sloan Beauty Bar is a new store called Foxwell yes. from Heather Fox, who you've probably heard on here. She's been on our show and others um, from HGTV. They just got it open. We're actually going to talk to Heather later in the yeah. show, so keep listening. Um, but I poked my head in yesterday. You did. With I a mask did. on? Of course I had a mask okay. on. Um, but you, I just decided, I just, well, first of all, I knew we were going to talk to Heather and I really wanted to see it. And I've driven by. Oh, it, it, first of all, it's glorious. I yeah. mean, it's a beautiful space. Yeah, and I saw your as, pictures. It as you great. might expect, you know, um, right. Heather and her husband have done a great job and just so much design inspiration. But really, I just, and I don't know if you've had this experience yourselves, but like, it just was such a, I mean, you know this, but after so many months walking through a new space and exploring and discovering it, it was like, right. That's what stores just, are. Yes. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I know. There's just, it's just not the same looking at it online. No, absolutely So, not. and also a good reminder to me, and it's something that we've been talking about a lot, just that shopping small is more relevant and more important than ever. Yeah. I felt so much better being in that little shop with one uh, employee, yeah. and I think there was one other person while I was there. I mean, it was very easy to keep to myself and just kind of tour around. It didn't take me long. I was probably in there for, you know, five or seven minutes, and it was it's just charming. So that's a nice addition to Linden Hills. I have pictures of it on my Instagram. Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine has a story at MSP Mag as well, and we're going to talk to Heather next hour. Okay, your, uh, your father yeah? texted and said, that Anita Beck was in the turtle bread space. Oh, look so, at that. You're fact checker. Ooh, yes. At least we know he's listening. I don't even know who but, that is. But. Oh, yeah, you were too young. Okay. Yeah. Good. But I, right. I somebody was in there besides I thought Funny. she was. Funny. Yeah. All right, well, maybe someone will tell us. Okay, we've got to take a quick break. When we get back, really cool initiative happening um for the Black Lives Matter movement in Edina. And it's happening tomorrow, and we're gonna tell you all about it. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, there's a cool uh, initiative happening at 50th in France. I actually uh, found out about it through a friend of mine and a friend to virtually everyone in Edina. She's the master connector, Rebecca Sorensen. It's called Seeds of Change. And joining us to tell us a little bit about it is the president of Edina High School's Black Student Union, Rachel Adigbenro. Mm. Did I did I say that right, Rachel? <laughs> um, it was close. It's actually Adigbenro. Did okay. you style it? Okay. All right. Got she, it. Got the, she got the Rachel right at least. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm good with Rachel. Um, so, Rachel, I got to tell you, we have something in common. I, too, went to Edina High School and many years ago, and I do not recall there even being a black student no. union. And I was so excited to find out there is one. Has this been around a long time? Um, it has been around for a couple of years. Um, probably since I was in, I'm going to say at least in like middle school, I heard about it at the high school. Um, it is like a student run club. So sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not just depending on like, or if someone wants to continue to, to like continue running it, uh-huh. keeping it up. Very cool. Um, That's great. But yeah, it's been there for the last couple of years. Well, and you've been very busy uh, this summer. So, so tell us a little bit about what your group has been doing and, uh, and how that leads up to what's happening tomorrow at 50th in France. Um, okay. So um, uh, about a couple weeks or a couple like a month ago or two, um, we held uh, Edina donation um, jazz just to help um, people in Minneapolis and just to get materials and other proceeds down there. Yep. Um, so, we had a big turnout for that. We had a big, like, couple truckloads, couple carfuls, and we were able to bring it down to Minneapolis and help out some people. And then from there, um, we just started getting emails from, like, different event organizations wanting to help. Um, and so Rebecca actually emailed me telling me that she had a plan to put signs on for students France, and um, she kind of just, like, wanted to be as she's help with it, wanted to collab with it. And then from there, we just, like, started planning. Um, we got couple artists together, people together, and then, yeah. That's great. So so it's called Seeds of Change, and, mm-hmm. and you're going to be putting artwork created by members of the Dinah High School Black Student Union and community mm-hmm. artists up around at 50th in France. Have a lot yeah, of people yeah. contributed? Um, we've definitely had a good turnout. Um, I think we've had, I want to say, maybe like... 15 people um, who are just, like, working with us in general. Um, I want to say we had, like, 8 to 10 artists. Um, And then, yeah, so we definitely had a lot of help um, from, like, our community and everything. And, Rachel, are these paintings? Are they sculptures? What are, what kind of Um, art? So they're going to be paintings. Um, They're going to be on canvases. So, um, yeah, so they're paintings on canvases that are attached to, like, wood and wood planks that'll then be like put into pot. And is this similar, Rachel? I don't know if you've been like in Uptown and seen, I mean, the the murals, all the, you know, all the buildings that have plywood in the windows. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the murals that have gone up have been just amazing. Is this kind of mm-hmm. a, a, another version of that? Um, Kind of. So um, when Rebecca first came to me, we definitely had a vision for a mural, um, different signs and stuff like that. So I definitely think this is kind of long, the same path. Um, it's definitely going to be artwork more than just like, you know, the normal yard sign that just says, you know, Black Lives Matter. Right. Um, it's definitely more artwork. So it definitely has more like representation and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say it's pretty similar to the Miros of Minneapolis. Very cool. It's and nice since there's no Edina Art Fair yeah, this year. Really? Mm-hmm. At least yeah. there's going to be some art on 50th and France. So yeah. so you're putting it up tomorrow and you're having like a little dedication ceremony? You're, I heard you're going to mm-hmm. be speaking. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> well, so then this is a good little dry run. You're doing great, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, what are you, you going to say? Can you give us a little preview? I mean, what, what are you hoping um, comes out of this? 
Um, I'm, I feel like, here, let's see how we know this. Um, what I'm going to say, I mean, I don't know for sure. Um, I definitely have, like, some words that I want to say. Um, I definitely just want to, like, show my appreciation for everyone, you know, who's helped us with everything. Um, we've definitely had a bunch of volunteers who put in a bunch of work. Um, but I also kind of just want to, like, talk to the people and let them know why we're doing this mm-hmm. and why it's so important. Um, I've been hearing just from, like, a lot of places in general that, like, once you get, like, get out of Minneapolis, like, the Black Lives Matter signs end. Mm-hmm. And I've been hearing kind of just, like, oh, the suburbs, like, don't have any. Like, how do we know if, mm-hmm. like, you're showing your support? And basically from the turnout that we had at the Edina Donation Drive, I know that there are people in Edina who want to show their support. And mm-hmm. I know there are people in Edina who do show their support. Um, and I really just kind of want to represent that and kind of show that. That even though Edina is known for certain things, and I, we may have a reputation, um, there are people in the city who care, who want to help, and who really want to try and do whatever they can to help the people in Minneapolis and kind of, I guess, fix the problem. Um, yeah, I just want people to know that there are people in Edina who are with the movement. Absolutely. And, Ra- Rachel, are you? Yeah. Uh, what year are you in? I just graduated. Actually. Oh, you did just graduate. And what mm-hmm. are you hoping? What is, what is your career path? Um, I want to go into political science, um, and I want to become a lawyer. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of what I want to do. I kind of want to. Yeah. <laughs> are you? Uh, where are you going to school? Or would you have plans for for college um, in the fall? I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to a college called um, Florida um, Agricultural and Mechanical University. In Tallahassee, Florida. Ah, very cool. Okay. Have you heard yet if you'll be going in person? Um, I think they are sending us onto the campus. I think it's just going to be kind of um, a mixture of um, online classes and maybe like a couple classes in person. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a crazy time to to be doing all of this, and uh, mm-hmm. it sounds like you are. You're really thriving and uh, mm-hmm. uh, kind of give us all hope for the next generation Thank of you. leaders, Rachel. So, Rachel, mm-hmm. everybody should know they should come up to the fountain area, which is right on mm-hmm. sort of in the middle on 50th and, and yeah. France, the middle of the street. Yeah. At noon mm-hmm. t- tomorrow, correct? Yeah. Okay. And wear a mask. And if you don't, you have to. Right. And the uh, and the nice thing is, Rachel, all the artwork will be out there in the in the neighborhood. So if somebody isn't comfortable gathering, they could drive around and Mm -hmm. and take a look Mm -hmm. at what's out there. Great. Exactly. Great. How long will it be out? Um. I don't think we have like a set plan. Okay. Now. Um, well, we'll check definitely... it out. We've we got to go. I'm so sorry, but Rachel, thank you oh, so fine. much. Congrats on what you're okay, doing. No we'll try thank to get you. there tomorrow. Rebecca Sorensen, you're the best master <laughs> connector. What a great idea! Back with more Shop Girls right after this. For tuning in, you're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, if you uh, follow along on Instagram, you might have seen a an, an initiative that kicked off a couple of weeks ago called Share the Mic MN. We talked to Jasmine Stringer mm-hmm. uh, a few days before it launched, and the idea was for um, white people like myself yep. to be allies <laughs> and to to 
turn over um, our social media channels to friends of color um, and just really to amplify voices, to broaden all of our networks, to make new connections. And your um, Instagram was so much better. Oh, <laughs> well, and for me, it was actually rekindling a connection <laughs> with Audra Robinson, who's been kind enough to join us now. Hi, Audra. Hello. Glad you're joining us. So Audra and I go way back to when she was the marketing manager for Ridgedale. Oh, and I used to call and annoy her and be like, who's opening? What's happening? And she would, <laughs> was kind enough to answer my questions. Well, fast forward through um, a, a few jobs. Uh, Audra now has her own brand called Rocky Robinson. I it love is the name. so adorable. You need to follow right yeah. now on social media. And I'm so excited that Audra's here to tell us a little about it. How yeah, thanks for having me. Oh yeah. What um well so first of all, tell everyone a little about Rocky Robinson. Let's start there. We have so many things to get to. Yeah, so Rocky, um Rocky is a brand that I created as I spent some time here in marketing and just saw an opportunity to one, understand more about why I was often the only at the table within um corporate America mm-hmm. and knowing that I knew so many smart Useful, um, really brilliant people who look like me. I wanted to create a brand that would be a beacon and a guide to show girls, particularly black girls, all the possibilities they could be. So Rocky was really just born out of seeing a gap, um, which is really what marketing is about is mm-hmm. understanding who your target is and then what's that gap and how you can be different. And that's how Rocky was born. And, and people have to go to the website because I, who came up with all the illustrations and all that? I mean, <gasps> so cute. Thank you for saying that. Oh, they're that great. Is, you know, I I came up with those illustrations. I worked with a creative designer, but the interesting thing about as you create logos and a brand in general is usually there's a marketing team that's behind it, and then they work with creative agencies to bring those ideas to life. And so in this case, when you are the sole proprietor as myself, mm-hmm. it's here's everything that I want to create. And we really started with a, a brief. It was very traditional. She also um, had spent some time at Target. So we had a very buttoned up relationship of here's my concept. And I was able to guide exactly what I wanted. Mm, um, so right. I appreciate that you love all the illustrations. Oh, I do. So, I think they're, yeah, just, they're just fun. They just make you want to get the products. So, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to create a brand that exuded love and joy and peace. And yep. I think she does that. The website <laughs> is itsmerocky.com. And Audra, talk a yep. little bit about the products that you're selling. So um, the brand, when, again, the concept was to create this self-love and really use the character to drive that reflection and that representation um, for Black girls. So we started in personal care. So currently we have lotion, we have shower gel, we have lip balm, and we also have some T-shirts. We have different fragrances. I think in this time of retail, um, this interesting time that we're in, I want it to start really narrow but go deep. So there's, you know, different fragrances and scents within those um, lotion and, and shower gels. Very cute. And are, so do you, I mean, I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I will anyway, because that's what I do. Um, do I mean, are, do you envision more products or, or kind of expanding into other categories? So you are putting me on the spot, just like when you would call and say, I heard yeah. <laughs> that's what you, 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 you can so say no comment. <laughs> 
She did. But yeah, the fun part is, um, as you look at the brand, I really wanted her to live in different categories. Actually, I'll give you behind the scenes scoop was that when I started, I thought that I would launch in hair care. Mm -hmm. And that is when the trend of, you know, natural embracing natural hair for African Americans was really growing. And that category was starting to get accepted into stores like Target. Before that, a lot of times you would maybe only get to buy them in, you know, black beauty supply stores, or if you happen to live in New York and go to a great, you know, market or something, you might be able to discover it. Um, And so that's where I thought I would start. Um, And then as my career took me to Aveda, another amazing company here in Minnesota, Mm -hmm. I really learned that that proposition was a little, um, I I needed to be able to have a better investment to um, bring hair care. Sure. Um, to the market. So want to do it right. Absolutely. Yeah, don't want to jack up any, anyone's kid's hair. So eventually <laughs> we probably will play in that space. When did you Thank first, you. when did the company first come into fruition and where can you buy the products? So 2009 is when I sent my first email and actually my stomach dropped because I was like, oh my God, I'm such a procrastinator. So I sent the first email in 2009 I had a lunch party in 2013, and it was super cute because, you know, I was in the mall management business, so it's all about events and experience, sure. right? Um, so I had a great lunch party um, at the Aloft downtown Minneapolis, and then I got um, a call from a headhunter to work for Pfizer Consumer Health and work on great brands like Advil and Chapstick and Emergency, and it was a dream for me. So mm-hmm. I took it, and because of lifestyle and, like, traveling for work and all the commitments there, I wasn't able to foster the brand. Um, and so you I didn't really put promote it. On hold. It. it was on hold, but it was still tugging at me. And when I got laid off just November uh, 2019, that's when I decided to go, you know, head first really, again yeah. and make it happen. That's, yeah. I mean, I think that's really good inspiration and motivation yeah. for a lot of people that, I mean, it's kind of the the silver lining from something that is scary and that nobody wants to have happen, but it's kind of been a, a good, a blessing for you in a way. Yeah, sort of. I mean, it's one of those things that it's, it's scary, but yet I knew what my higher purpose was. And thankfully, because I worked for pharma, I got a pretty decent severance <laughs> to make it feel comfortable for me. Sure. Um, and initially, I did say I would do first, it was three months, then it was six. And here we are at June. It's like, okay, I'm going to go in a full year. And that time to dedicate to it along with the support I've received. So we've talked about it. Um, but I was also um, accepted into an accelerator, which is called Lunar Startups. Um, it's based in St. Paul. And I've just gotten a lot of help from a resource standpoint, business experts, to just really support the growth of the brand as I scale up. So it's been a great, great run. Audra, what would you say has been one of the most important learnings, whether it's from Lunar Startups or just other people you've talked to? I think so many people have the idea like you did, but that's where it kind of stalls and it's hard to really pull it off. Yep. The important learning as a marketer, I say really find people who can help bring your idea to life. So, you know, find a good um, creative designer to help you with your logo. Um, But also knowledge is so important. And now that we've got the internet at our fingertips, and some of us have more time than we used to because of COVID-19, do your research. Look for podcasts. um, Look for experts within the category that you play in. 
find kind of those beacons that can help you guide your brand. So in my case, um, I've been listening to um, Glossier, Emily Weiss, um, like how she started her brand. Um, also, um, Gwyneth Paltrow, she started um, Goop, which is now also, I think she's playing in the health and wellness and beauty space. Mm-hmm. So just finding those beacons that you can learn from as well as they tell their stories. And there's a lot of, you know, great books as well as podcasts that you can, and online classes. There's so many folks who are also hosting courses I- as well. You know what I think you should do next, if you haven't already? The character's what? so cute, I think you need to write a book. <gasps> a book Ooh. for kids or, like, my story? A ki- which, no, a kid's one? book with a Rocky. A kid's story. Because she's so, so cute. Have you met Dara um, Beavis? Yes. At yeah. all from Wise Inc. So she's a very good friend of ours. And she has been trying to pull a Rocky book out of me for a very long time. Okay. So we'll, we'll I am on Team Dara with that. <laughs> See? Yes. Yeah. And if I yeah. said it, then you know it's got to be right. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I know told, if you knew. I, I told your daughter, I've been listening to you all since I moved back home. Um, so it's been over 15 years. And you're my favorite person, Harmony. So I'm going to go with what you said. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make- <laughs> Gee, I forgot no, I, to mention that to my mom. I'm sorry, Audra, yeah. but and I don't, so I think you already know that like she's always right. So yeah. you got to do the book. Yeah. You got to. No, do the, I really think yeah. with those kind of illustrations and all that, I think just the whole idea. She's got energy just from looking at the pictures. She's yeah. got energy but, and happiness, and I think it's a great idea. Dara also, since you Thank mentioned, you. is so wise and wrote such a wonderful article um, that is on TCBMag.com right now about how to talk about race at work. And oh, she did. did it just I like saw the article. Yeah. I mean, it really I was so proud to to have that and so honored that she was willing to to share her perspective with us. And I think it's been a really useful, helpful tool, actually, to a lot of um, managers and a lot of people trying to navigate some really challenging times at work and, and yeah. in our community. So, so the other thing that you didn't answer, and it's very important, yeah. is where can people purchase these products? That's right. All right. So I do have an e-commerce site. Um, and if you go the easiest way, okay, this is, see, this is a challenge that you brought up for me now that I'm six months into working on my brand. Um, you can go to Instagram mm-hmm. and it's at your so cute Rocky. Okay. And then in the bio is where you can find a link to buy the product. I think that's the easiest. Plus I would love more follows. Right, but okay. yeah, yes, rocking. absolutely. Are, are but you can also you can we're, we'll put a link on the on the Shop Girls page at My Talk One Hundred Seven to your website, which is it's me Rocky R O C K Y dot com. It's me Rocky dot com, yeah. and you can buy. I just ordered the cutest little gift pack for a young friend of mine. I just oh, can't wait you? for her to get it, Audra. Yeah. We'll report back. Yeah. So at this she point, should Audra, have it on you, Monday. It was mailed out, so she should have it by Monday. And I would love for her to get her review and her perspective, good, bad, and indifferent. I want to hear. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll report back. And at yeah. this, at this point, you. Audra, that's the only place that you buy the product. You yeah, don't... online. Correct. Okay. Yep. But she's going to get them in totally stores, online. too. Totally online. You're yeah. going to get them in stores, too. I just know it. Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you. you I'll take care of that. Of yes. <laughs> when my mother says it, Audra, that's really, that's all you need. So, um, so it will be. So it will be. Well, and I just before we let you go, I just want to say, I mean, the the um, share the mic MN initiative is continuing. Jason Matheson did it this past week. Um, some other my talkers have been involved. And I know I'm having so much fun just kind of seeing those surprises of who's showing up yeah. on whose platforms. I, I had so much fun, Audra, and we did it. I hope it was it fun was for fun. you, too. 
It, it was really fun. And I'll tell you, um, I sent out the link to my friends. And um, I heard before I, I was called, pull, you put me on that I'll tell you the, I said to my friends, um, I think Allie's page got really black one side <laughs> <laughs> during my, during my 24 hours. It was like, bam, black girl. There you go. <laughs> it was, I know. It was totally fun. And can I tell you the results of that? I mean, obviously because of our, the, the matchup was great, but also um, it increased the follows on both Rocky and my sales. So I appreciate oh. the partnership and the opportunity to share the mic with you. That well, was, great. It was great. I, that's nice I'm to so hear. glad. And, and I have to say, I mean, and I think a lot of us are feeling, I mean, I feel really like uncomfortable thinking of myself. You're like, oh, who am I to, to be an ally? But, you know, Jasmine Stringer talked me through it. And, and I think it's yeah. just all about, you know, kind of sh- expanding our networks and opening our eyes and, and not staying in one lane and just getting out and, and trying new things. And it's and the beauty exactly of what you do, which is sharing stories, right? Exactly. And having the diversity in, in, in those stories. So exactly. I appreciate that. All right. Yeah. Well, back at All you. Right. Good luck with everything. Good luck and we'll, love to Rocky. Yes. You'll have to. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You'll have to check back in with us when you have your, when you're planning your book launch party. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. Get on that. Get on that. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Audra. It's Audra Robinson. It's Rocky Robinson is the brand. Go check it out. We will be back with Whose Look Is It Anyway right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. And it is time to take a look at some trends. They're getting weirder by the second in the <laughs> pandemic. More and more and, and we ask, Whose Look Is It Anyway? She's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? begin with the uh the influence of socially distant style you know we've certainly talked about yeah. wearing sweatpants and bare feet and how we're all dressing for zoom but there's a, there's another kind of influence right. that's happening that's right and i think that you know it's amazing to see and it just it just brings to life how creative um, designers and artists and all are. And there is a team that some people might know of, Victor and Rolf. Last year, they made a statement with some gowns that on them they said, go mm, yourself. You can you can put that <laughs> word in. So what they've done for their new fall collection, it's titled Change, and they said they were inspired by a roller coaster of emotions that they've experienced since they've been locked down, feeling sad, confused, blah, 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 all the rest. So they made a coat, and we will definitely put this up on our um, page or whatever page it is. That they, where does Hope put post this? <laughs> She's so definite. We're definitely going to do this. Wait, what do we do? Where does it go? Well, we just depend on hope is what we do. It's on the shop girls page okay. at my talk. Thank you, you so You better much, just hope. be nice to hope. That's really I'm what the... I'm always nice to hope because yes. I love hope. Yeah. Okay, so this is a coat. Yeah. A full-length coat, bubblegum pink, mm-hmm. and it has a really voluminous skirt. So that, I mean, 
you know, no one's going to get near you. It also has one sleeve that they call it a bulbous sleeve. Yeah. But then just in case anybody would think of getting near you, it also features these tubular they look kind of like a virus. They look kind of like a bits of, bit. you know, a little bit. They're like holes in going into tunnels. Tubes, yeah. yeah. And they sort of stick out. Do you know what the... material they are? Like what makes them stand out um, like that? Let's it's see. crazy. I actually posted it also on the alleyshops.com Facebook page. I'll put it on Instagram too. Yeah, no, I mean, it does not tell what they're made of, but they certainly crazy. look like they're stiff. Yeah. And they said the abstract decoration of holes and tunnels it is at the same time appro- unapproachable as well as attractive. <laughs> and I mean, I don't really know the price because I don't know that anybody's I, really yeah. going to purchase it. You can't this. put a price on this. No, maybe that's true. <laughs> but it is fun to see. And it's fun to see it's, how creative they were. Yeah. And I mean, it does. I mean, it, it's fascinating. And, you know, when we talk about fashion being silly and frivolous, it also is a um, a measure of the times that Absolutely. we live in. And Absolutely. when you when I think when we look pa- back on this chapter, won't that be nice? Yeah. You know. And, and and we see things like this and the way that creative minds were inspired and thinking about and kind of this is like an interpretation right. of what is happening and now. And what they're feeling. And the other one in the China Morning Post, the South China Morning Post. When did you start reading that, by the way? Oh, I read it religiously. <laughs> she sends me this link and I'm like, what yeah, the heck? No, I, I read it religiously. <laughs> I have so much to learn from okay. them. But the Hong Kong government's um, coronavirus website they maintain social says maintain social distance keep a distance of at least 1 meter from others and so a company called a, a design company called multiply came up with a 2 meter perimeter skirt it's this huge um you know, like we used to wear crinolines, you know, and have... We did? Well, not some of us. Okay. Did, yes. Some of us who are a couple years older than you. And these skirts are just like nobody could get near you. And so, you know, that's another interpretation of... Uh, the new pandemic look. Fascinating. So it is. Fascinating. Yep. And yep. then I think also something that's happening is, well, we know, I know in my house with teenagers, something that's happening is just an abundance of time on TikTok. But you I think, think? also <laughs> among, um, you know, younger people who are living and getting their news and getting everything through TikTok, they are also getting their fashion inspiration yeah. through TikTok. Yep. And one of the objects of admiration is, of course, Harry Styles. And there is a certain sweater that he wore back when he was on stage. And now everybody wants Harry's sweater. But the neat thing is the fashion designer, he's from Britain. J.W. Anderson is the label. The sweater originally retailed for over $1,500. Oh, but Jonathan Anderson was so impressed by how all these kids were interested that he decided to give the exact information for how you make it. And so you can get the pattern guide. Oh, cool. Six pages of instructions. Well, that'll keep them busy this. for a while. It will. Yeah. So let me know when they make them. Okay. Okay. Patchwork, colorful. Yep. It's got all the things. Yep. I love it. Okay. We will be back. We'll take your questions. We're going to talk to Heather Fox next hour. Lots more coming up on Shop Girls. Don't go away. With 
With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you can get top brand laundry sets with the latest tech to tackle any mess you might face this holiday, like automatic fabric and load size detection for spills of any size, from cookies and milk on your favorite holiday sweater, to the toddler of the house discovering just how fun cranberry sauce can be. Make more magic this holiday season. Let your new appliances handle the mess. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select LG laundry sets at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.